0: It <laughs> Can't complain though I'm alive Healthy and all of that you Know what I'm saying Just trying to do my thing Praise the all Bust it That nigga Slick Rick said I waited long time sweating it I got jerk but now I'm getting it Hazy like asthma Bizarre disaster Stress almost coming down from being the master The bastard Yes, people. Oh my days, we were are kind of back. We are kind of back, man. Computer broke. I just been, you know, what I mean, it's been a crazy mess. But well, we're getting the setup corrected, and we're coming back with um some new shit, people. But. You know what I mean? There's commitments and shit like that. So there was a whole heap of films I'd promised to cover, and I hadn't. So, yo, this is a special echo chamber that we're putting out there, and we're trying to catch up on shit. There's still a few others floating about. I'll get to them. But yeah, people, and we'll get back to our usual weekly schedule real soon, people. And um, I think you're going to be excited about the shit we have coming. So, let's get into some movie reviews. There are a few concepts that definitely seem to fit genres, right? And abduction... Abduction is definitely one of those horror tropes that, you know, it, 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 there's so much uh, soil to till, I don't know, is that an expression, soil to till, I mean, it, it, it sounds like it should be, right, but uh, yeah, there, there's, a, there's a lot to play with, and in this new film, The Boy Behind the Door, it's not just one, but it's a double abduction, and you know hey the, I, I it's from a couple of first time directors and writers, right, and you know they 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 do a decent job messing around with this concept, okay, so um you know, boy behind the door. It is written and directed by childhood friends David Charbona and Justin Powell. All right, um, so it is produced by Ryan Scanridge, Rick Rosenfall, Ryan Lewis, John Herman, Jim Hart. Um, yeah, that's it. Music is from Anton Sanko. Cinematography is Julian Estrada. The editing is Stephen Boyer. Casting is Amy Lippens. Production design, Ryan Brett Puckett. Art is Kyle Smith. And our, our small but talented cast. We have Lonnie Chavez who plays Bobby. Ezra Dewey plays Kevin, their best friends. We then have Kristen boyer van Stratten. Um she is one of the adults, let's say. Um uh, Mika Hop Hop-tman is um he's like a, a, a kidnapper right and then we have a few police officers Scott Michael Foster Rick Carrero coy and Anna B Shaffer right and that's uh, yeah that's it it's real real tight crew but it works it does work people um and uh, yeah, the the gist of this film, you know, it's um like it, it it it's as I said. Look, it's it's a small cast, but it's a very, I think, it's concise in what it's trying to do. You know what I mean. So the gist is this, right? A night of. Well, it contains a night of unimaginable terror cause it awaits twelve year old Bobby and his best friend Kevin when they are abducted on their way home from school. Mm I mean well they're all kind of I don't know. They they what we kinda know they're on their way to a baseball game. Baseball practice maybe, but that yeah. Um anyway. Managing to escape his confines, Bobby navigates the dark halls, praying his presence goes unnoticed, as he avoids his captor at every turn. Even worse is the arrival of another stranger, whose mysterious arrangement with the kidnapper may spell certain doom for Kevin. With no means of calling for help And miles of dark Country in every direction Bobby embarks On a rescue mission Determined to get himself And Kevin out alive Or die Trying Not quite it But Yeah no we'll go with it We will go with it And Hey, as I said, look, for a a first project, you know, a first feature, this is, it's a well put together piece, it's a well put together piece, and they, you know, they, they use the tools they have to kind of set the tone, you know, they play with light and sound, and it works, it it works, right, because we have, the, you know, the, these kids in this house, it's it's one of those, like, old, big, kind of, you know what I mean, houses that you see in Memphis, and, and that kind of thing, right, a plantation kind of looking house, not quite as big, but that kind of style, right, so, uh, yeah, uh, you know there, There's all the fields around it So it's kind of a farm But not a farm You know what I mean there, There's a lot to play with And they do They really do Now it starts <laughs> it, 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 it starts with that old trope Right An aerial view of a car Going along windy roads Through forests and fields Right That is definitely one of those horror, horror staples that we find. But, yes, so it starts with that. Then the car pulls up. They open the boot, and there's kids. We see the kids. You know what I mean? And and, uh, one gets dragged out. The other one's left in. And um, he's kicking and screaming and, and, you know, manages to get the boot open right but we then jump forward six out no eh, no it's it we'd be jumping back yes because we're, we're see what happened before right so we we do that and uh, yeah this is where we see um kevin and bobby you know talking and you know throwing the ball around and it and i think these the purpose of this is essentially just to establish the key tenant of the film of, you know what I mean, no soldier gets left behind, essentially, that's it, right, because they're talking about getting out of the town they live in and it's just like oh where would you like to go oh, i don't know where would you like to go shut your eyes and dream about it oh. and you know we we see them you know kind of envisioning where they want to go and then it's just like hey promise me that you you won't leave without me hey never i never leave without you you know what i mean that's it right it's not a spoiler it's literally at the very beginning of the film right but it it it's just that that's the staple. Right? They they, they want to show you that because it's just like obviously he's gonna try and try and save his friend. You know, they, they made a pledge, right? I mean, I feel you don't necessarily need it. You know what I mean? Because I I think those things are kind of a given. the You would try and help a friend. Now, there's obviously situations where someone, you know, you might not be able to. Sometimes you're just way too scared. And, listen, there's situations, right, where you kind of go, yo, you should have had my back, right? And then there's other situations where you'd be like, "I, I can't hold it against you for not. You know what I mean? Like, if someone's got a gun held to your head, right, and, and, and they're trying to get, like, you, you couldn't fault a friend for, for dusting. Because it's just, like, essentially, you, you're dead. You're dead. Do you really want your friend to die with you? You know what I mean? It, it There's things like that. So, I I get what they're doing at the beginning. But I'm kind of like, eh, we don't really need it. And it does, I mean, it does get a little bit tiring sometimes when the film starts and then it's like, hey, this is what happened 24 hours before. And it'd be like, why didn't we just start there? Right? Because you're essentially showing me a few seconds and then we're jumping. It's a bit like, eh, do we need to? But, you know, it's not a big deal. But anyway, when we get back to the action, right, we're, we're kind of seeing how how's Bobby going to save Kevin, right? What's going to happen? Now, as I said, look, I, I think the film is it's well put together. It's well put together. It is a very... Solid Debut I hated these kids though I Hated these Kids Oh my god They are Frustrating like a motherfucker For real people You know what I mean (laughs) And it might sound like I hate kids I don't essentially hate kids I just don't really like kids I don't know you know what I mean, If my peoples, their kids I'm fine with, but, yo, other people's kids, you're just, like, it's so irritating, and I think the thing with this, and it's something that I think I've talked about in the past, right, it's when you set a film in the present day and act like people don't have a clue of certain realities right I that always just bugs me a little you know because i mean some of the actions of these kids in this piece you're just like what the fuck are you doing like why the fuck are you doing that makes no sense Makes no sense It kind of didn't make a lot of sense For them, for the, you know To leave Bobby in the car for so long Right? That, that seemed a little bit weird yeah, And especially because Like, the car wasn't pristine You know what I mean, if you're locked in a boot of a normal car, you ain't escaping, but, like, this boot, you know what I mean, it's not like it was locking, so it's, like, it seemed weird, and you kind of figured, all right, fine, you might want to take one inside the house, but then, surely, you'd have been back, right, you'd have come back to the car, so either... You're there before he escapes or just as or just after. But yeah, nothing. Nothing. So you're just like, well, that seems a little weird, right? And then there's just other shit in the film that you're like, wait, what are you what are you doing? You know, I think the the kind of like I don't know what a rotary phone is. I mean it's kind of, I don't know if they're trying to be amusing with that, because I I feel, yes, right, A, a lot of, no, I mean, no one really will be having a rotary phone in their house, you know, and for real, I get that, I get that, but we see them in TV, we see them in TV shows all the time, right, so there is that, and then I think, a lot of houses still will have a landline phone, right? And even your the way your internet is connected. So, I you know, going, I don't know how the phone would be, I just thought, mm, I don't know if i buy that, right? I don't know if i buy that. And I think the other, the, 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 it, 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 it's just... Some of the things that are utilized to create the tension... Yeah, that's great. But... Walking around an old house... There's going to be a load of creaks. There's going to be a load of creaks. Just going up the stair, stairs. Like, you know what I mean? Just doors and everything like that. And if you're in a quiet house... And someone is trying doors. You're going to hear. You're you're going to hear. You could try and be as quiet as possible. But there's a certain door that just makes noise. Right? Just that one where you turn the knob. You know what I mean? It's just all the mechanisms. They just make noise. Right? You haven't just... WD faulted every single like little bit of that, so they're gonna be making noise. So there's that, which was a bit like, "Eh, there's other little things like, you know, (laughs) they're like they're in this predicament, but they're not really looking very hard for certain things, and you're just like. Wait, wait, wait. They were just there How how did you miss them Right How would you miss those things it, it was There was some odd things Also Blood is real difficult to clean up Like we have seen it Time and time again In Springs. So it's just the, the idea of being able to clear blood up Was just bananas, bananas, right? There's, there's just there was all of these points that you're just like, but why would you be doing that? That makes no sense, and that is, you, you kind of also think like there was, I get why they didn't do it, right? I get why they didn't do it, but there, there was, so many opportunities. For a certain thing to go down, and you just think, if someone has kidnapped you, right? Someone has shown that you ain't basically getting out alive, right? They will fuck you up. You ain't just leaving that motherfucker, right? You ain't just leaving them. It's it's just like, huh? Huh? What? When you have opportunity So many opportunities. Like, once, twice, fr- I there's probably four or five times. Four or five times. And, uh, yeah, it's just left. Just let And you're just like, what the fuck? What what the f- f- fuck? You know, that, that seemed a little crazy. Seemed a little crazy. The whole- police the police situation you you just think all right if you're getting a certain call then you'd think there'd be a certain protocol there'd be a certain protocol right we, and it seems a little nutty nutty to uh, yeah not now obviously it works to do it the way they did it. Because it adds to detention, But just. It in theory. Made no sense at all. Made. No sense at all. Right. So. Yeah. Although. You know what I mean? Listen. Well put together film. Well put together film. For real. Ain't knocking it. The, the acting. The acting was very good. Acting was very good. I mean, I hated them all, but it was done well. You know? But, yeah, it it was just a lot of the the circumstances and the situations they were in didn't make any sense. And, listen, I understand. Look, they're abducted. Look, the whole abduction and all of that, fine. I was fine with all of that. But it was just... Yeah, it was just the nuance of the situation... Like, no creaky floorboards... I mean, there's one... Right? But you're just like... Come on, man... There's more than one... You can't tell me... Oh, that's the only... You know what I mean? It was a little kind of like... Nah... No... 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 You know what I mean? there, I There's just all of these like... Just things happening... You'd be like, are we surely, surely no, you know? So, uh, yeah, th- this like water, it takes a long time for water to cool down. Now, obviously, right, if something has boiled, it's very hot, right? And it's not maybe gonna stay scaldy, scaldy, like crazy hot. It, it takes a while to cool where it's not going to burn, right? But for some, it, it seems water cools mad quickly up in this spot. Yeah, you know I mean? it, it, it was just little things like that. And then I'm just like, right, well, you did have to show the kettle boiling then, right? Don't have the kettle boiling if you're then going to basically be like, oh, but no. You know what I mean? It, it was just that. It's just that stuff that just irritated me. And it's weird, right? A lot of times I can, you know what I mean, suspend the imagination for some things, but then there's some things that just, ah, up the fuck out of me. Right? And you're watching be like, all right, but if those are there, and someone is standing there. How would you not see them when essentially you are looking for those things right there? Here, there's that like blood loss. That's a big thing. That's a big. It's a big thing. But yeah, they they play a lot of fast and loose with that. Right, it's just these little things. I'm just like, Arr! so you know, I think they, for me, hold the film from being great, like, I, I thought it's decent, and if you can ignore all of the, these little things, I mean, you will thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy it, I, 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 I thought it was decent, I, I did think it was a little long, right, and it's not essentially a long film, it's what I think it's eighty eight minutes, so it's not a long film, but when you have um you know someone wandering around a house and try like it yeah something it did seem like it could have been a bit shorter, right but yeah, that's it, that's it, but listen, if you like horror. Right, if you like those abduction kind of will they escape? What's gonna happen? That's your jam. Then the boy behind the door could very well be for you, right? And it's everything I've said, hey, it's not taking away from the stellar effort that everyone put in because they really did. It is, it, I'm not for everything, it's not a horrible film. It's not a terrible film, right, it's decent, it's decent, so it's on Shudder right now, this is our, our, our one of our catch-up reviews, people, so go check it, The Boy Behind the Door. Okay, so, we have a new horror flick over on Shudder. I mean, it's all just horror flicks, so I don't even know why I came with that sentence, because it doesn't make any sense, right? It's a horror platform, right? (laughs) Now, obviously, there are the uh, different types of horror, right? Because I don't necessarily think that this film is... It's not jump-out-of-your-seat scary, but... You, you know, it definitely fits within the confines of horror, right, Um. so, listen, it is, um. it, it did kind of launch at the beginning of August, it is part of our uh, catch-up, you know what I mean, there's a, there's a lot of films trying to catch up on, you know what I mean, computer being dead, it, it brought up a lot of issues, people, but You know, here we are, and bear with us Right, so, um, this is the new film From director Travis Stevens I mean, old Travis Boy, he's, uh, yeah, he's he's got a lot of, um What's in the oven? Pie's in the oven? I think that's an expression, right? I believe so um, but yeah. Uh, so Travis he he directed it. He also helped on the screenplay along with Mark Stensland and Kathy Charles. Uh, Travis also helped produce the film along with Indapaul Singh and Bob Portal, along with Barbara Crampton. Um, Travis also was editing the film along with Aaron Kuzia. Uh, so, cinematography is David Matthews and the music is from Tara Bush. Okay, so um, the cast, well, it is starring Barbara Crampton. She plays Anne Federer. Her husband is Pastor Jacob Federer, played by Larry Fezenden. Um, Jacob's brother, Bob. Bob Feder is played by Mark Kelly. Um, Bob's wife is Carol, and she's played by Sarah Lind. We then have, um, let's say, The Master, played by Bonnie Ahrens. I mean, yeah, the, the the name was a little odd, but hey, they decided to go with that. We have got um, Tom Lowe, played by Robert Russer. Um, We have the Sheriff. Sheriff Mike Hess, played by J. Devon Johnson. His deputy, Deputy Colton, is played by CM Punk. Right? Wrestling and MMA fans will recognize that name. Uh, we've got um... Do, 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 do. I mean, they're pretty much the main peoples up in the piece. I I guess we've got Oscar, played by Omar Salazar. And, um, Mariana, uh, played. I think it's Mariana. Um, oh, yeah, Mariana is played by Giovanni Cruz. Yes, that is Oscar's girlfriend, I believe. Uh I think. <laughs> I mean oh gosh man, it is yeah. It's easy to lose track, man. It is very easy to lose track with these things. Um No, actually his girlfriend is um Yeah, it's Ellie who's played by Angeli. Simone Yes, that, that is Actually it But yeah, that's our cast Right, now the gist Of the film, people Is, um, is this Anne, married To small town Minister Uh, you know Jacob, feels her life Has been shrinking over the past 30 years Encountering the master brings a new sense of power and an appetite to live bolder. However, the change comes with a healthy body count, which is uh, a little problematic. You know what I mean? A little problematic for sure. And, uh, yeah, this is an interesting one, right? Because I, I feel that the film... It definitely goes through its stages, right, on, on how it seems to wanna project itself, right? Because we open up and it's a little somber, right? We we see Anne in um in church, right, listening to Jacob um You know, talk. And the thing is, I think what you notice straight away that she just looks very downtrodden. You know, she looks very just repressed, buttoned up, and just not there. Right? Just not there. And Jacob is talking about, you know, loving relationships and everything like that. And I think you just notice. Um, is he talking from experience? Because it doesn't look like it. Doesn't look like it. You know, I mean? and and everyone in the church, like you can see, they they respect him and revere him, but when they're leaving, you know, they go up to him and be like, "Oh, thank you, bastard!" Ba ba ba. And she's just standing there meekly. No one shakes her hand, right? No one you know, is like, oh, yeah, you you know, you're so, lo-. no one says anything to her, which is very straight, because, you know, if the sermon was about relationships, right, and you see his wife there, you're thinking, clearly, he's talking about experience, so you would, you know, you'd be like, yo, man, Ah, uh, it sounds like you two are just still in love and still, yeah, good for you guys, that's great Yeah, I wish I was like you, you know Now, uh, the young Amelia does say, you know, oh, I hope someone feels like that about me someday And you do kind of, the priest, old Jacob does seem a little creepy creeps, you know what I mean In regard to her, especially just like, oh, I'll I'll come round and see your mother. Yeah, it was a bit like, hmm. Oh, Jake, Jake, what, what are we trying to do here? You know what I mean? But that—that's what you kind of feel from the beginning of the film, right? We get that sense. Now we, um, as I said, look, we follow Amelia home from church. And that's when it really starts to, uh, you know, we get a little kickstart into what's gonna happen, all right? So we we get all of that. It it gets it definitely takes a little kooks, when, um, Anne's ex, you know, childhood boyfriend Tom, arrives in town to help with um. Rebuilding the, uh, the local meal. Right? So that whole thing, it, it, it seems to send the film in a different direction. You know what I mean? Definitely. Because, I mean, as I said, look, we, we get that whole passionless marriage vibe. And now it starts to get kind of reaffirmed. One funny thing is, right, because, like, there's topics that you feel the film wants to talk about, right? Topics it wants to talk about, like um love, relationships, empowerment, all of that. I mean, one thing, one thing that I will say, it it, it kind of, I don't know, it, it, I feel it touches on, but it doesn't really you know talk on it it's a kiss right now sex sexy that, that's definitely infidelity right but is a kiss because you get that, you know what I mean? When someone's just like, oh, I still like you. And then you're like a little kiss. You know, I, I guess you could say if someone kisses you, and don't kiss them back, right? But then if you grab their face and start to smoochy-smooch, it's kind of still the same thing, right? Still, does, I, mean, I feel that's still a little infidelity up in there. But we, we have all of this. But, yeah, the film, it definitely jumps. It definitely jumps. And when I say the film jumps, I'm like, because at that beginning, those beginning kind of feels, you feel that it's going to be a um a straighter film. Right? It, it it's gonna be more of a drama, you know, dealing with these things. But it it gets <laughs> it gets a little crazy gets a little crazy, it gets a little kooky with um, some of the stuff that we see, now some of the effects are definitely, they're definitely out there, right, and I I will say, right, they're not rubbish, yeah, and I feel that the effects do not take you out of the film, but they are a little OTT, in, in spots Right so you then Lose your dramatic Tone But that's fine That's fine and I think They saw that and Then the film you know what I mean? Like it, it changes In tone slightly Right and, and we get this Shift in conversations Some of the conversations that I Had are very different you know, the way they're all played out, the way um, the the conversations flow, it's not the natural conversation, right, it does feel a little cokey, right, so we have that, there is one scene when, um, you know, let's say it's a little passionate sex scene, but it, Again, it kind of then fits into this odd little tone That they've gone in Because, you know The girl's on top of the dude She's wearing a dress But it's just like, you know She puts her head back and tries to be all sexy And be like "Ah," Make some facial expressions But then just pulls one breast Out of, you know, her dress And you're just like Say what? Listen, I get like taking the, the whole top down. Yeah, that, you get that. You'd be like, I don't I want to get, you know what I mean I I don't want to ruin the vibe. You know what I mean? So I ain't taking the whole dress off, but I want to free up the top half because she, I want you to suck on my titties. All right? Boom. Get that. But just taking one out is a little, it's like, what we. What the fuck? Right? Is it, you just wanted to show a tit. Right? It just felt weird. You know what I mean? Just felt a little weird. But there's that. And as I said, look the film it it, it it starts to then I think it plays with the dynamics within a relationship. You know? And this does get mentioned about how Anne wants more of a voice and all of this kind of thing, but it still holds back slightly, right? Still holds back slightly, and there's still like um, you know, there's one bit, and 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 Jagger's like, oh, I'm I'm sorry for, um, maybe not paying attention to you as much, and she's just like, I'm sorry for not speaking up. And you're just like,, hey, I don't really feel you need to apologize because you know what I mean, it's already been established that he uh, no, he apologized for talking over her, right? And it's just like, yo, if someone is doing that to you, you speaking off isn't the issue you know what I mean, and they've created an environment where you can't, so her being like, oh, no, I, I mean, it was a bit like, yo, why the fuck are you apologizing, this ain't your space, right, it, it, it's clearly, we're, we're being given a narrative that it, he's the fucker's one here, so, there were, you know, so, yeah, I kind of thought that some of that, Yo, know, You you want to create maybe this dialogue within the film and be like, yo, guess what people, this wasn't just a horror film, we're dealing with this stuff as well, right? If you want to do that, hey, show a, 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 a tougher line on this shit, don't pussyfoot around, you know what I mean? And that's what it is Kind of pussyfooted around some of these issues A little bit I felt Right But uh, yeah I mean it's not a bad film You know it's not a bad film I I wouldn't say it's The strongest in the Shudder library But it's a decent watch You know what I mean It's a decent watch You kind of felt the storyline Did get a little bit and I understand <laughs> you know, You've got a story about vampires And the church and all Yeah, it's kooky It's a kooky storyline, for sure But what I mean, it's like um, You know, in what happens In what people do And how they react And that kind of thing It it does get a little bit Flabby Right? Gets a little bit flabby Could be tighter in places but, you know what I mean? If you want a, an easy-going watch, then Jacob's Wife, hey, that will fit that bill. You know what I mean? I think that will fit that bill. If you want to watch a horror but you don't like that the whole crazy, crazy, scary-ass ones, you know what I mean? Like what that new Candyman looks like. If you don't want that, then, yeah, again, boom, this is your film. Right? So uh yeah, and people if you're subscribing to Shada, yeah. You 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 don't lose anything by watching old Jacob's wife. So uh yeah. Give it a whirl. As I said, look, it came out beginning of August, so it's on the platform, so you can go and enjoy. Alright, people, have fun. Well, one of the big films that we'd kind of been waiting on finally came out, right? And I'm talking free guy people. You know what I mean? This was something that we we you know was meant to be big in 2020, but obviously it it just got pushed back, right? But it is finally out, so it seemed fair to go to the cinema and take a look, right? Because there was. So many talented people involved in this, and I was intrigued. Right? It was like, okay, how is this? How are they gonna make it work? How's it all gonna, you know, play out? Right? What's the perspective we're seeing this from? Yeah, so it's directed by Sean Levy, and it is a written. Screenplay by uh, Matt Lieberman and Zach Penn from a story from Matt Lieberman. So it is produced by uh, Levy along with Sarah Shucheshtur, uh, Greg Berlatani, Adam Kolbrenner and Ryan Reynolds. Cinematography is George Richmond. It is edited by Dean Zimmerman. Music is from Christopher Beck. Um and boy, the cast. <laughs> well, people. So Ryan Reynolds, he plays Guy. You know. Um, he also plays Dude. Uh, we've got Jode. Well, let's say Little Ray Howry is his guy's best friend buddy. Um, we've got Jodie, Kuma Korma, you know from Killing Eve and whatnot. She plays Millie Rusk, A.K.A. Molotov Molotov Girl. Um, then we have um, Mouser, who's played by Utkarsh Ambaduka and Walter McKees, aka Keys. And he's played by Joe Keary. I mean, it's just a bad nickname, right? Just, like, your, your surname's McKees, and you're just like, ugh, shoot me now, motherfucker. But, anyway, I digest, right? No, I don't digest, I digress. Yes, I, di- I, probably, I say that all the time. I, ugh, I'm an idiot. Anyway, but they are, um, they're developers, along with Millie. You know, so they're all develop game developers. Um uh, we've got Antoine, who's played by Takahiti, and he is the owner of um, I think it's pronounced Tsunami Games, right? And that's where um, Mouser and Keys work, right? We've got um. Brittany Oldford, who plays a barista at a coffee shop that Guy frequents every day, right, so um, other people in the film, with you know, there's a character called Bombshell, played by Camille Kustek, um, a guy called Keith, who's played by Matty Cardipole, and um, Officer Johnny, played by Mike Divine right so um yeah there's a few big streamers gamers appear in the film um i guess if you're in that world you'd know who the hell they are there's a guy called ninja um jack sepiln pet jack set her jacks i don't know Pokémain, Dan TDM, Laser Beam. If that means anything to you, people, boom. There you go. There in the piece. All right. So, now what is the film about? Well, it is this: a bank teller who discovers he is actually a background player in an open world video game right i think that that's often um, i think you you often would call that as a what a a, a, a non playing person and not a non uh, player character i think that that's i believe that's the vernacular right but um, yes he uh, one day he decides to become the hero of his own story one he rewrites himself now in a world where there are no limits he is determined to be the guy who saves his world his way before it's too late boom <clears throat> so yeah i mean it it it, you know, it it's definitely got some intrigue to it right so how are we going to make this work that's the big thing and um you know we we get the game it, so it opens up right opens up with you know explosions and crazy nurse and we are introduced to Free City, right? And everything that happened. So basically, it's kind of like I'm saying I I don't play I because I don't play video games, man. So I don't know. But from what I've ascertained from you know what I've seen in the past and people have told me and all that jazz, right? I'm going to say that Free City is kind of similar to Grand Theft Auto, right, that you kill people and you get, you know, you get points and missions and all of this kind of thing, all right, so we get this and the film is narrated by, um, oh gosh, uh, you know, um, Ryan Reynolds, (laughs) I I forgot my man's name, right, Ryan Reynolds, he narrates um, the film and introduces us to who he is, right, and then from that we kind of follow him around, right, so we see him wake up and then you go to the wardrobe, pull out a blue shirt, I mean that's literally all there is, blue shirts right, same colour color trousers, he puts them on, he walks down the street, saying hello to people, just all of this, bumps into his best friend Buddy, right, tells us Buddy's his best friend, then he goes in, and um, buys his morning coffee, right, buys his morning coffee, and then goes to the bank, and we realise, oh, this is you know, do do routine, and we see this a few times, goes to work at the bank, right, they get stuck up all the time, you know, bank robbers, all of that kind of thing, and they do a similar thing, right, but they're always happy, and just like, oh, oh, oh." right, so we have all of this, and um, we see a girl comes into, you know, he sees a girl, right, a female character. And this is Molotov girl, Millie. Right? Now, we then kind of f- jump out into the real world. And we see Millie in real life. And, and the crazy, they do that thing, right? That, uh, was it? She's all that. Right? It, it, it's that never been kissed. That, you know, that mean girls thing. Where they take an attractive girl, and then they try and sell you on the fact that oh yeah, look at her, look at her looking all frumpy and not attractive, and you know what I mean they do that bullshit where you're just like, come on man, <laughs> like no one's buying this shit, right? But they have her, and she's on this mission, on this mission because we see some video of her, and her friend Keys, you know. Uh, talking about this video game that, that they've created And how they, they're they trying to revolutionise gaming And blah 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 Right, but then we're cut to her In a coffee shop Right Playing video games and all of this And then we also cut to Keys Now working at Tsunami Games With Mouser Right, and um Yeah, so you realise, oh Something happened, right Something happened, they're no longer friends It's all gone a bit funky All of this kind of jazz And that's our film, right Now, one day, Guy Seems to You know, Molotov Girl She attracts him somehow Right, and, and you know, he's walking past her when he sees her, she's humming a song. Right, because he notices her in the bank and then he, he sees her again, she's humming a song. And you know, this kind of for some reason, it, it, it makes him start to think and move out of his programming. Right, he, he starts to kind of be like, Oh. What if I do this, and what if I do that, and I could be a sunglasses person, right, because all the heroes in the piece, all the guys with the guns and all, wear these sunglasses, and the non-player characters, they don't, right, so they kind of refer to the, you know, the actual player players as sunglass people, right? and he's like, I could be that too, right, and that's where the game kind of kicks in, Now, I'd say, look, it's all fine, right? For me, it it kind of just felt like that typical Ryan Reynolds film. You know what I mean? Because here's the thing, with the intro, the intro felt so Deadpool-y, right? And just a lot of other Ryan Reynolds films, where we have him do the... You know, the narration at the start And it's just Ryan Reynolds You know, he's not It's not really acting We're not really getting a character here It's just him Doing what he does You know, voicing it How he voices anything You know, it just sounds like Ryan Reynolds You know, there's no big Surprise, it's like, when you saw Adam Sandler in, you know, Punch Drunk Love and Uncut Gems You're just like, yo, who the fuck? You know what I mean? Because he was completely different, right? Jim Carrey in um, Eternal Sunshine completely, like, killed it He's playing someone completely different, right? And some people, like a lot of actors, actresses these days they're just themselves in everything. They're get they, they getting the roles to be them, right? They're the big thing that's selling, rather than... They're a really good... You know, like a, a Philip Seymour Hoffman, say. Who is you know, a great character actor. Like, Riley Reynolds isn't that. So, it's just kind of like Ryan Reynolds. Then, all our other characters... It's mad over the top Right So you, you have this There's a thing There's not a lot that differentiates The video game world To the real world I mean the video game world I mean you could say it's brighter But in the way people act Right There's if you just had Like maybe Everyone in the video girl, game world is over the top Boom, but once you step into the real world it, it, The film is then played in a more serious tone That would have been interesting But it's not You know what I mean? It, it, we, we have, um. like, Mouser and keys. They, they all come off as, like, caricatures You know, and especially Antoine Now, it's amusing, don't get me wrong It's amusing for a little while, but it then just becomes a little bit too much. Where it's a bit like, ah, I mean, whoo, I this this is kind of worn thin. This joke is a little bit, you know what I mean? You you wonder as well, right? There's it's this whole thing that guy's been looking for this girl. Right because that's the thing we, we see him talking with Buddy like oh, I want to find a girl ah, oh, But I haven't found her yet And you're just like Molotov girl Right because the Br- The Britista, You know what I mean This uh, young lady Who we see you know Brittany Oldford Cute as a button Cute as a button And I gotta say cuter than Millie Cute and Millie, right now. Obviously, there's preferences and whatnot. You know, everyone can ha- You know, everyone else sees things in a different way, but it's a bit like, I, why wouldn't you find any of these other girls attractive? You know what I mean. It was it was just this weird thing, but we we have him go on this mission. Now I think one of the interesting things was right it's, we see wardrobe, all shirts, but then all out of nowhere, there's one blue t-shirt in the mix, like, uh, I don't know what you, a v-neck, I think, or would you call it a crew neck, I don't know, but there's at t-shirt, you're like, wait, how is there that there, when all the, all we've seen in the past is t you know what I mean, it's, it's a bit like, oh, what the fuck, but we, yeah, we have all these characters just, Playing it too crazy So Like we know what's happening Like we know what's going to get Because essentially we see him You know doing different things And you know he respawns Right But it's like he wakes up again And everything's fine And everything's And it, you're just like Yeah but we know that There is no Life or death, it's nothing, like, we, you know, the the film is always going in a certain direction, you know, there's no peril, now, they try and inject a peril at the very end, but up to this point, you're just like, yeah, but, I mean, what's really gonna go wrong here, now, if they said, oh, if he dies, he loses everything, boom, that might make it a little, but that's not the case, so, you know, there's no real craziness, but the weird thing is, they they try and play it like everyone in the real world is suddenly intrigued by everything that's happening in this game, so we're meant to be sold that this game is, you know, the, the, the thing taking over the world, but you're just like, would it really be? Because I think there's a lot of comparisons with this and like stuff like Ready Player One. And I will say, there's then completely different films. Right? The, the the difference is that I mean the, the the big thing is they're both kind of video game films. That's kind of it. But with the video game in Ready Player One, the Oasis, right? So that, we're told, right, it, the setup is that, yeah, this is a, a huge game, which everyone has become enamored with, like, well, n- not even everyone, but a large proportion of society, right, we're, we're told this, and why, right, And and why would people be, and so that's all, we're given that, so you can believe in, okay, right, I get Why these people would do this thing. Right? With Free City, it's hard to see. Right? It's hard to see why. Right? And I think that's one of the big problems. Because you're just like, eh. Who's giving a fuck, man? You know what I mean? Who who cares? It's crazy. So we we have all of this, but as the film Plays out Right, we, we see kind of different stuff Happen in the real world and all of that We do get that crazy Thing, right, where Even though, like, these characters are Supposedly they're not Crazy rich or any like Keys and Millie, but their apartment's huge Huge apartments right They're doing their thing Suddenly, from Hating each other, then they're Kind of friends Right, and you're just like, wait huh, what, and the film does that horrible thing, that horrible thing where, like, someone says some crazy bullshit that makes, it doesn't really make any sense, it's just some candy coated meh, but it suddenly changes everything you know what I mean, and you're just like, say what, (laughs) you know what I mean, it's kind of like, wait, actions should speak louder than words, but basically, you just say a thing, and uh, that's meant to negate all of these years of bullshit, like, what are we doing here, man, this is insane, this is crazy, right, so, so we get, this, and the, I hate, I hated, I hated the end so much, oh man, it repulsed me, (laughs) I felt sick in my stomach, (laughs) but I will say, listen, everyone in the screen I was in thoroughly enjoyed themselves, everyone enjoyed it. And visits a 20th century Fox. Well, no, no longer Fox, it's just 20th century, right? It's a 20th century film which is owned by Disney. Disney owns Marvel, right? They own Star Wars. So you get a huge sandbox to play in and reference. And oh, they play and they reference, right? So there's a lot of. You can look at it and be like Okay, yeah, I can I see why loads of people would like this And enjoy this You know what I mean? I get it Now, it it didn't work for me But I feel I'm not a huge video game As I said, I don't play video games It's not my Now, I can enjoy things Like, I enjoyed Ready Player One as a book I didn't think the film lived up to the book But you know it was okay Right so I can Enjoy the The world creating and all Of that but yeah just free Guy just didn't really work for me You know Just because like there was these Moral things that are thrown in there That made no sense like this big Confrontation towards the end And the outcome was A bit say what You know what I mean? It'd be like, wait, after everything that you said at the start and throughout the film, and now you're doing this? That makes no sense. The other big thing was, like, wait, surely, surely there's backups. Surely you'd have stuff in the cloud, right? You'd have Stuff, so the notion that oh, this is it, it seemed, it seemed weird and implausible. So there was a lot in there that I, I that frustrated me, but that's just I, I you mean, know, sometimes I find that thread and I will pull and pull and pull. You know I mean, I can't, I for some reason, I can't separate. Like, I can watch Game of Thrones to be like, yeah. That's awesome, yeah Okay, dragons, Well yeah You know, I get that, dire wolf, boom, boom But then you watch something else and be like Wait, if they're a spy Then surely they would And you'd be like, wait, <laughs> that makes no sense I, you know, I can read comic books, enjoy Daredevil As a character You know, Black Panther makes sense to me But yeah, some things And I'm just like, nah, I ain't buying it So yes, I understand I am a contrary motherfucker, right, but yeah, this, it just didn't necessarily work for me, but the friend I went with loved it, everyone in the screen loved it, right, so, hey, if you like video games, if you, I think, if you like stuff like the Lego movie, right, you know, if you liked Ready Player One, If you like those sort of films With all the references And all of that kind of fun Like Wreck-It Ralph Right If if that's your jam Then I will wholeheartedly say to you people You will dig Free Guy Free Guy will make you happy In all the right places So yes Didn't work for me But if, if those things are your jam Right Those things make you happy can smile, then hey, go check out Free Guys in the cinemas, people. So, uh, yeah, go enjoy your time and freeze it. So, I don't usually do kids' films, right? Just because there's so many other things out there. Because, you know, I mean, it's not to say like a lot of them aren't enjoyable. Right, because I feel kids' films have definitely changed. Well, I mean, we, we we should say some of them have, right? Because some are definitely made just for kids. But then you've got those ones that, you know what I mean? They throw in those subliminal messages for the adults. They throw in those little jokes only an adult will get right and then you have ones which are just good stories right so anyone can just enjoy a good story but uh yeah don't usually do it but you know sometimes something comes along and I'm a little intrigued right and so that was the case with um this new sky original film Extinct Now I have to say one of the things that did grab me Was seeing Joel Cohen's Name up on the piece Right The Cohen brothers How good their stuff is So I was like oh okay I wonder where the other brother is But fuck You know what I mean Because I think I did read somewhere that they were going to do Separate projects for the first time And I was like okay alright Fuck yeah I'll give it a go. It's not the same Cohen. <laughs> it's not the same Cohen, okay? I discovered that. Um, now the, the one big thing is uh, there are a lot of people working on this in the back end, right, who come from the Simpsons, right? They've got that Simpsons background. and i I do kind of feel that you see some of that in the work itself. You know what I mean? Now it, it doesn't I wouldn't say that It definitely it feels like a Simpsons No, it, it doesn't Because it's not as adult Or as provocative As say The Simpsons was I say was Because I haven't watched The Simpsons in years But I remember when I did watch it Back in the day It was a little edgy You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, so it's not that, but, yeah, a lot of the peoples come from The Simpsons, right? So this is co-directed by David Silverman and Raymond S. Percy. It is written by <laughs> Joel Cohen. Now, I, I, I think the thing is, most of the time it is written Joel H. Cohen, Right, that that's that defor defifish. That's the thing that's thrown in to show. Yeah, I'm not one of the Cohen brothers, right? So Joel H. Cohen, John Frink, and Rob Lazebnik they wrote the piece with help from Matt Goosen and James Woodham. Okay, so uh, producing it, we have. Go, um Cohen, Frank, um Lazinkin, the Z- Lezen- Zebnik, along with Zolegli Wang, I, uh, Yaning Zhang, Matthew, Berkowitz. And Joe M. Aguilar. Right there are our main producers. Um, It's edited by Stephen Liu. The casting is Linda Lamontage. The production design is Evgeny Tomov. Um... Boy, there's, I mean, being an animated piece, there are a lot of people involved. A lot of people involved. Um, boy, so I'm just going to shout out some of the storyboard artists. So Natasha Wick, uh, Kennedy Terrell, Bill Ryling, Ricardo Osuna. Shannon O'Connor Kimberly Mills Patrick Mate And Quinn Larson And Pierre Alexandro Comtois So there are I mean there's other people right Because you've got visual design, character development So there's a lot of people Involved but so it'd be I'd be here for ages reeling off these names. So you know, we won't maybe do that. But it's an impressive voice card. So our um, main characters, Ed and Ope, are voiced. Ed is Adam Levine. Lev- and Ope is Rachel Bloom. We've also got Ken Jong who plays Clarence. Uh, Zazie Beats plays D- Duty. Jim Jeffries plays Bernie. Catherine O'Hara plays Alma. Reggie Watts plays Hoos, And Ernest Shackleton. Right. Alex Bornstein plays Mally. Henry Winkler is Jepson. Julie Chan is a Mrs. Sun and a, a little girl. Steve Okey, you know the DJ. He plays Vinny, who is a DJ. Uh, we've got John Lawitz as conch. Sydney Malenberg plays Bo. Maria Bamford is Bo's mum. Raymond S. Percy. He plays that guy and a booby. David Silverman, he jumps in, adds his voice as the Cyclops. Uh, We've got Tom Kenny as Mozart. Jason Hightower is the narrator and, yeah, they're they're the main ones, they are the main ones, so you may think to yourself, okay, cool, but what is this film about, well, I will tell you, siblings Ope and Ed are um, cute, furry, donut-shaped animals who live on an island in the Galapagos, In 1835, Ed desperately wants to fit in with the community while Ope constantly creates havoc with his impulsive behaviour, getting the two of them banished. Undeterred, Ope leads Ed up the far side of the mountain to the Forbidden Zone where they find and plummet through a mysterious time portal where they learn to their horror that Flummels become extinct in eighteen thirty five and extinct hence the name people extinct you know what I mean Ope and Ed must undertake a tumultuous time hopping adventure in order to return to their own time and save their species bam, bam, bam. so uh yeah I mean it is an odd it's an odd film right well and when I say odd I mean, I I like I wonder like how you invent because they yeah they look like donuts right furry donuts with a face on, um, and you feel like all right how you come up with this craziness like it's not so much a coherent story but a lot of craziness merged together. Right, so, I would, you know, to be honest with you people, you know what I mean, to play it straight, this weren't for me, right, this, oh man, it irritated the hell out of me, right, irritated the hell out of me, and I say that because they would do, like, everything was just so obvious, you know what I mean, it, it, it's like you've got one of the siblings wanting to be part of, like, everything that's going on. You know, it's, like, all happy to be chosen to be this thing. And the other one messes it up. But in ways that are, like, so obvious that it's going to mess it up. Right? It's it it's not like you're doing an event and it's just like, oh, I've got a... um great supplier for, for the chairs, and someone's like, you know what, no, 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 I can save you money, I've got someone, they will do you chairs, and either the chairs come, you know what I mean, late, or the chairs that arrive are just not the right type of chair, This is just crazy, right, it, and you can see people fucking up in those ways, but these, it's just like, Oh, let's do something real goofy and uh, we can have explosions and crashes and you know it's it's that. It's that that's what you're getting, right? There's nothing intricate with this story. It's all pretty on the nose. It, it, yeah, yeah, it's a little you know, and then some of the twists that are thrown in. If you think about well, it, it doesn't really make any sense, because it's just like, then it kind of negates the beginning bit, because why do the beginning bit, right? If you didn't do the beginning bit, we wouldn't be in this bit, right? So it's a bit like the big reveal, you're just like, but why would you then do that? You didn't have to do that <laughs> Like if, if you were so bent on Having this thing happen Why do the bit Like it was just Yeah It's, it's an odd one It's an odd one Alright So It does become a little convoluted And all of this I will say though I will say Kids Ho 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 I kind of feel kids will lap this shit up I kind of feel kids will lap this up, so, yo, this is definitely something that parents can throw on, and, you know, as I said, right, a lot of these, you know, the creatives on this are from The Simpsons, and The Simpsons is edgy, this isn't edgy, but that's good, right, if you've got young kids, you can be like, alright, we can sit them in front of Extinct, and... Yeah, they don't have to worry Right, you won't have to worry that Oh, are they going to then come to us and go What does gangbang mean? You know what I mean, like there's no inappropriate joke Like, yeah, there's nothing Oh, they were laughing about cream pie What's cream, like we have apple pie Can we have cream pie? Daddy, can you cream pie? And you know what I mean? Like, you, you ain't gonna hear... Your kids ain't gonna come to you with that shit, people. Ain't gonna come to you with that. So, hey, you can rejoice. You can rejoice. You can relax. It's all good. It's all good. Um, Like, also, yeah, because, you know, it's a PG. Right? It's a PG. It's not... um. It's not crazy long or anything like that It's uh, just under an hour and a half Right? Just under an hour and a half Which you feel kids Their concentration should hold And as I said There's enough goofy things happening throughout the piece That will have their interest Right? Whether it's, you know, dinosaurs or, you know, traversing lines, bouncing across a city, you know what I mean? Riding on a motorbike. There's just all of this stuff is there. All of this stuff is there. Right? So, yeah, it's also very colorful, it's very vibrant like the flowers and then you know all the bright lights of the city just the designs of the the very weird different animals right we got a dinosaur up in this piece the dinosaur and does not look like any dinosaur we will see in the natural history museum people whether it's the one in the uk the one in new york right the one in berlin a hey, I ain't seen a dinosaur look like this <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're utilizing all of these different things to appeal to their demographic and their demographic ain't me. It's little kids it's little kids. So even that weird Donut design that you're like yo what the what is this? you know they, it allows, as you can imagine, for jokes of avoiding things, right? Oh, look, it's passed all the way through. Yeah, there's a lot of that kind of stuff up in this, man. So, uh, yeah, you know, it didn't necessarily work for me, but that's fine because it's not meant for me. This ain't my film. This film is for your kids. And, um, yeah, I don't think they will notice the convoluted story. Right? They will just be happy that you've got these cute looking things. You know, we 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 hop around the place a little bit, right? Hop around the place a little bit and uh they get to see fireworks, they get to see explosions they get to see a lot of fun, goofy shit, right, so people, if you have kids, if you have young kids, right, I, because when I say kids, I don't know if a, let's say a, a 15, 16 year old is going to be happy that you um sat them in front of this, you know what I mean, now not to say, some may, right, some may for sure, but, you know, I you need to know your kids. <laughs> um but yeah, listen, it, this is again uh, one of our catch-up films catching up for uh, for not having a computer um to access all of this stuff. So this is currently out. It's currently out, right? You can watch it on Sky Cinema. Um, which also means if you've got Now TV, I believe you, you, you know, what I mean, there's that option to get Sky Cinema on that. So if you don't have Sky, you, you and you've got Now, you can watch it, but anywhere that gives you access to that, right? Anywhere that gives you, I think maybe BT, they might ha- have that option too. So yeah, if you can access Sky Cinema. You got young kids, then Extinct may be that citrus sweet goofy ass film that will keep those brats quiet for an hour and a half, people. So, yeah, Extinct, go give it a look. Yes, yes, people. So, yep, that is it. For um, part one Because it is a two parter People As I said we got films to cover So yeah we have Another four films you want to go check it out Hit the link in the um, Episode description Or hopefully you Subscribe and part two Will be in your feed Already and if you don't Subscribe people What the fuck are you doing Go do that shit now, right? We're on all the platforms. You get your podcasts, so enjoy. Check out part two. I peace.